0: Anwar sat in a formal garden in northern Malaysia on a pleasant September afternoon, reading. The moving finger writes, and, having writ, moves on. He liked Fitzgerald's translation of Omar Khayyam, but felt it took liberties with the text. He preferred the original, in the cadences of 12th century Persian. It was 4 p.m. Time. He closed the book and retreated back under the roof of his veranda just as the afternoon rain began with its usual promptness and intensity. While he watched it, he performed one of his standard exercises, using the fingers of his right hand to break, one by one, the fingers of his left hand. The core of the exercise was not to blank out the pain, though his abilities were such that he could have done that, too, but to feel the pain and still not react to it, either by noise or by movement, as each finger was bent back beyond the vertical and snapped. It was a familiar exercise, and he finished it satisfactorily. The rain stopped as promptly and suddenly as it had begun. He leaned back, breathing in the scent of wet leaves and grass. A brief gust of wind shook rain from the trees so that it sounded for a few seconds like another downpour beginning. He cupped his right hand around his left, easing his fingers back to their normal position, and waited for the bones to set and regenerate it would take about an hour. It was not unheard of for a Vistal from the UN to land on the formal lawn at the center of his garden, but it was not something which happened often. This was one of their latest, silent and silvered and almost alien. A door melted open in its side and a dark-haired young woman got out and walked across the lawn towards Anwar. She was Arden Bierce, one of Rafik's personal staff, and they smiled a greeting at each other. Rafik wants you, She handed him a letter, he studied Rafiq's neat italic writing, not unlike his own, and the courteously phrased request and personal signature. When Rafiq made this kind of request, he did so by pen and ink and personal meeting, never remotely and never electronically. I should go now. He was telling her, not asking her. She nodded and turned back to the waiting Vistal. Anwar Abbas stood up, stretched, and walked after her. He was as powerful as a tiger, as quiet as the flame of a candle. Offer and acceptance. The Vistal would take him south to the UN complex outside Kuala Lumpur, where Lorenz Rafiq, the controller General, would formally offer him a mission and request his acceptance. Anwar Abbas had received such requests before from Rafiq, but this one would be different. It would lead him to two people, one of them his beginning and the other his end. 2. Anwar liked the Vistal, almost to the point of kinship. It was quiet, did exactly what it was supposed to do, and did it supremely well. It was even superior to America's Area 51 planes and their Chinese and European equivalents. There was a growing concern in some quarters that the UN was developing better hardware than its members. Another example, Anwar reflected, of the Rafik effect. The northern highlands of Malaysia hurtled past underneath. They were heavily wooded and seemed to be smoking without flames. Vapor from the last downpour hanging above treetop level. He clenched and unclenched his left hand. Is it healed? Arden Bierce asked him. He smiled. The moving fingers break, and having broke resets itself. Don't you mean broken? Wooden scan. He liked her she had this ability to make people feel comfortable around her. She was very attractive, but seemed genuinely unaware of it. Most people born with looks like that would be shaped by them, would probably be cynical or manipulative. She was neither. Perceptive and clever in her dealings with people, but also pleasant and companionable. Anwar had never done any more than flirt mildly with her. He was awkward socially, the result of having a normal circle of acquaintances, but few close friends. Only about thirty people in the world knew what he was. He leaned back and watched the shapes and colors moving just under the silvered surface of the walls and furniture of the Vistals' lounge. It would be a short flight. The UN complex outside Kuala Lumpur would soon appear. The UN had adapted to the increasing complexity and volatility of the world order. It had a secretary-general, political, and a controller-general, executive. As it gradually took on more executive functions, the Controller General became more important at the expense of the Secretary General.